Hey, what's up, sinners and choosers? Welcome to yet another sterling edition of Choose Your Own Religion. My name is Joe. Let's get right to it. My guest today is one of my favorite comedians, one of my favorite people, truly one of the funniest people uh, to watch on stage and also on Instagram. Some of the best Instagram stories in the game. She's written for Talk Show The Game Show. She's been on Last Comic Standing. You can see her all over LA, all over the damn country. Chase Bernstein is my guest today, and uh, so glad to have her on and uh, so glad to talk to her about Judaism. So I know you're going to enjoy this episode. Uh, please follow her on all the social media stuff. And also, please come out to the live Choose Your Own Religion at Neighborhood Unitarian Universalist Church in Pasadena on Friday, January 25th at 730. It's not a live podcast, although some of those stories might end up on this podcast. Uh, but it's a, it's a live show. It's a live storytelling show. And we have some awesome storytellers like Erica Gerard, Kimberly Clark, Jen Curcio, Kat Crow. A bunch of these people have been on the podcast before. Some of them have won the moth. Otherwise, they're great comedians. But besides these people, you can tell your story too. We're going to be drawing names at random. And uh, you don't have to ever have told a story on stage before. Uh, that's totally fine. No experience required or even desired. Because uh, we're all natural storytellers. We have been telling stories as humans before we even had words. Uh, just as we loved each other before we had words. And we will continue to love uh, as best as we can. But you don't have to be a Unitarian Universalist at all. It's just uh, a storytelling thing where you just come and tell a story about religion, spirituality, hear other people tell their stories unfiltered. Uh, you can cuss and shit. <laughs> For some reason that still feels edgy. Uh, it really shouldn't feel edgy. Come on, it's it's 2019 now. Uh, we we've all heard curse words. If you are eight and you haven't heard a curse word, uh, welcome to the real world with the rest of us. I'm glad you can join us. Getting needlessly hostile to the eight year old that's listening to this. Anyway, please come January 25th, Friday, Neighborhood Unitarian Universalist Church. You can find that event on the Facebook page. You can also find more old episodes of this show at chooseyourownreligion.com. Subscribe if you like it. Leave a rating or review wherever you get this podcast. It's free, so uh, just a little rating or review uh, would mean the world to me. I would greatly appreciate it. Other than that, thank you for listening. Thank you for being yourself. Here's Chase Bernstein. Allow the soothing music and uplifting affirmations to center your heart and mind in an awareness of God's love. Wake up, my dear sinners, wake up from your deep rest. Won't you say your prayers and know that you are blessed? I love you, oh, but Jesus loves you the best, and I hope that you choose your own religion are you intimidated by the way coming on a podcast about religion is it starting yeah we're, we're gonna start it now <laughs> <laughs> that's you how tricked me um i swindled you um no i'm not intimidated i just don't usually like not for any reason i just don't ever talk about yeah this, you know well, that's why i didn't know some people yeah. like find it like i don't know intimidating not that right. you're like intimidated by much but <laughs> Oh my God. I'm scared of literally everything, but this isn't one of them. <laughs> but it's actually funny because this girl, I mean, it's actually not funny. Whatever. It's no one's going to laugh at this, but it's this interesting. girl, yeah, it's <laughs> fascinating, really. Um, this girl asked me if she could ask me some questions about Hanukkah mm. uh, over the weekend uh -huh. for the, some article or something. And I was like, and when she called me, I was like, damn, I just feel like 
I don't even know what to say. Like I never talk about, like, it's just like, I've never said anything out loud before. So it's just interesting. These two things back to back. Yeah. Where it's like, I mean, I don't know. Just I never your... think about this stuff. Like uh-huh. I had a bomb mitzvah and then I just like, here I am. And you're, <laughs> you're <laughs> like, like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what did she ask you about Hanukkah? Did she ask you the questions yet? Um, yeah. Let well, me just like steal her interview with you. <laughs> <laughs> she, she opened huge. She was like, <laughs> um, she was like, what is Judaism mean to you? I was like, whoa, I thought Dang. we were going to ease in with like some presents or like, <laughs> what, what are you trying to get Veronica? Yeah. Um, no, she was really cool, but it was, I think it was mostly about like Hanukkah foods. Mm, yeah. Um, which, you know. It's a great convo to what's, have. What's the best Hanukkah food? Well, mine was, it's not even necessarily a Hanukkah food, but it's like this matzah dish. Okay. That, uh-huh. um, I don't know, you can make it with eggs um, if you're feeling wild. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess, yeah, I just felt bad. My whole interview was like, well, this isn't actually a Hanukkah food. And also, like, I don't know how I feel about any of this. And I was Dang. like, I mean, we can just, you can hang up right now. Feel free to hang up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Do you celebrate Hanukkah like regularly or have you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like I, I light the kit ca- last night. Um, I lit the candles. Okay. Last night was the first night of Hanukkah. Oh, okay. I know that. Um, so yeah, I do light the candles every night. And then my mom usually does like a Hanukkah quote unquote party, which is just like me and like whatever one other of my siblings are around. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause your whole family is from this area, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, that, that was pretty good for a starter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, it's all down wait, so you, from here. I want to, I was curious. Um, I was, by the way, if I ever look at my phone, it's because I brainstormed things to talk about, but this mm-hmm. was one of the things I brainstormed yeah. was your bat mitzvah. Yes. So can you, can you relive <laughs> that day for me? What was it like? Was it big? Was it a big party? Yeah. It was a big day. I so like every day of the year, obviously it's like a different portion of the Torah um that you read. Mm-hmm. And um my day was the hardest day of the year, like of course. Oh wait, so you're saying the bat mitzvah, the what reading oh, the you have service. to do, right for the yeah. service what yeah. reading you do depends on when it is in the year. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. And so my birthday's in January and that's usually due to around your birthday. And mine was a little bit after my birthday, but it was like the only day they had and they were like, This is the hardest portion of oh the entire God. year. And I was just <laughs> like, I mean, obviously it is. <laughs> like it was way longer than all the other ones. Yeah. Um but I mean, do you, you know. remember, do you remember what it was about in English? Like what I, the theme of it was? I really don't. No, okay. I did it. <laughs> I mean, I did at one point. I have no idea. Um, but I felt like I was up there for like 10 hours. Like mm. I did a cool 10 hours up there. Um, <laughs> They're long services. Really long. Yeah. And I felt really bad for my friends, but it turned out really good. Uh-huh. And... Oh yeah, because your friends. I, by the way, uh, I and I've talked about this before on the podcast, but last year, I accidentally went to a bar mitzvah of people I didn't know at all. You accidentally? Yeah. So like you stumbled into I, it. I literally stumbled into it. I oh was going to a different. <laughs> I was going to a bunch of different, um, like worship services, just uh, for my own kind of like you know, 
almost like you know, I was like like a like a religious Anthony Bourdain, I guess. Oh my god, that's uh, a great, you know, great but, uh, title. But yeah. uh, and then I so I was going to uh, just the Highland Park, like the closest synagogue, yeah. and then for a Shabbat service, I just thought I was going to be a normal. A normal yeah. Saturday, and they're like, actually, it's so and so's bar mitzvah today oh instead of Shabbat, and it's going to be like three hours long. Yeah. So like, lo- <laughs> they're like, you know, if you need to like walk out, that's fine. Like we have a beautiful grounds. Oh Take God. a break. You know. Take a nap. Settle in. Yeah. Wait, did you watch the whole thing? I did. I oh w- my god. Well, I was that like, well. Honorable. I don't have anything better to do. I yeah. Mean, like, I yeah. Would, like, what am I going to leave halfway through and miss, like, the best parts? Right. It's no. like you're about to witness someone become a man. <laughs> and that's, like, not good enough. You're yeah. just like, mm, I'll probably just watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> right. What, was, what the fuck was I going to do yeah. instead? Yeah. Um, it was really cool. Like, I don't, I don't know how often. Have you ever had, I don't know if you've ever had a job or if you've ever been in situations where, like, Okay, th- there's there's two instances I remember. This and then also outside the Beverly Hills Hotel when I saw some strangers like leaving their wedding reception okay. where you just witness complete strangers in like yeah. a really intense emotional like mo- like big day for them. Like yeah. have you ever witnessed anything like that I that mean, comes to mind? Shoot, I'm like trying to think back. I mean, nothing like a wedding or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't w- witness the wedding, but like I just <laughs> remember. Aftermath. Yeah, I was I was at a work function at the Beverly Hills Hotel, and uh, no big deal. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, well, I, I don't I don't work at the company anymore, so it's it's cool. But uh, the uh, they I just remember them waiting for their you know, limo or their car or whatever, and like the mother in law just turning to her now son in law and being like, Whoa. "This was." We are just so so happy you're part of this family. Oh my I'm the, God. Like it was like the most heartfelt thing. I was wow. like, wow. And I was just like standing, you know, looking on my smartphone, <laughs> trying to act like I wasn't listening. Oh but my God! You just stumble onto like real like a bar mitzvah. Like, I know. A fucking. Oh wait, are isn't we not supposed to swear? no? We can curse. Okay. Cursing is definitely <laughs> fun. I, I've already cursed a couple uh, times, okay. uh, but yeah, wow, that's cool. And it is cool, like when you are not. Because it, it lets you maybe, I don't know, observe it in a way that's different than when you know the people. Because, I mean, if you yeah. know the people, it's already, you're already feeling charged up. I mean, right, you, right. you expect that to feel. Yeah. And also, it's like they didn't know you were watching. Like, they're not putting this on for anyone. Right. Like, that's just like a real moment. Yeah, she yeah. She was just like, look. Well, and, and the bar... <laughs> and then the bar mitzvah too they didn't i think everybody assumed i knew somebody there oh yeah of course like but they didn't How make me you know? they didn't i mean i definitely didn't look jewish or anything like that but well, uh i feel like you could maybe could I, you think i could pass as jewish if you told me you were jewish i'd be like i would believe you really yeah whoa just I, because i mean sometimes i've been surprised sometimes i think i thought people were jewish and they're not so i'm like you know what Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know everything. <laughs> uh, dang, I've been like making so many jokes over the years. Like, well, I'm obviously Jewish, like sarcastically thinking I didn't look anything Jewish yeah. at all because of the red no, hair. No, I and think stuff. you kind of could. Really? I mean, my friend is blonde and she's Jewish. She's Jewish? Yeah. People are shocked by that. Well, yeah. I just thought redhead was so like outside the realm of like normal. Uh, yeah, but yours is like a dark red. It's no, not like it's true electric red, you know, where true. it's like you just came from Ireland, <laughs> like where wherever you are. Like yours is like has like 
textures and layers and um, <laughs> wow. nuances. Wow. I'm so <laughs> flattered right now. Thank you. Um, so, okay. So anyway, I was originally on this was about, I remember at that bar mitzvah, they had their friends were like intricately involved with like their, the guy, the kid who was having his bar mitzvah. So you had your friend, right. they're like part of the service. Yeah. I don't, I think the temple I went to, I don't think the, the, it's like, I went to a little more serious one than some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anyone was up there with me. I think they were really? just like, dang, about this. Yeah. Like it was intense. Like, yeah, there wasn't yeah. throwing of candy or anything. Or no, was there? no. Like what? it was like a serious one. Um, like an Orthodox church. It's or? not Orthodox, but, um, God, I'm so bad. I'm like, is it reformed? I don't know. I mm-hmm. don't remember, but I don't think my friends were part of it. Uh-huh. Well, reformed yeah. is like what the most liberal generally, and then conservative is like it might have been conservative. They're like more straight, more buttoned up, but like pretty loosey goosey compared to the orthodox. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably what it was. Do you know what tradition you grew up in, or? Um, I mean, not really a title on it. Like my mom spent some time growing up orthodox, which is kind of crazy. Hmm. Um. Cause her, like she was born in Israel. Okay. Um, but we were like, it's like, we celebrate all the holidays. Like, um, we do it all, but it's not like intense. It's not like we keep, we kept kosher or anything. Although I didn't eat pork for a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it was just kind of like more of a cultural thing. Like, so she, it wasn't something she was like, you guys really need to like be super into this. Well, no, but it's like, we did go to like temple on all the holidays. Like we did go to Mm -hmm. Hebrew school. Like we, I mean, all of my siblings had bomb or only one of my sisters didn't have a bomb. It's um, but like, I don't know why she did. Like, it wasn't really an option. Like, and not that I didn't want one, but it wasn't like, Oh, like, do you want one? It was like, you're having one, you know, like, <laughs> right. but that was fine. I mean, all my friends had bar moments. Right. Did you feel like, did you feel a shift in yourself? Like I <laughs> am a woman. I mean, I still haven't felt it. I don't think <laughs> I'm still waiting. <laughs> and, um, Do we need to like renew your bot mitzvah? <laughs> so you fully probably. Feel like, a woman? like I wasn't ready. Um, <laughs> I don't think I felt different probably just felt relieved it was over yeah yeah. you know um a lot now did you um have you felt any of i guess this keeping along the same lines of like how how intense of a jew are you questions uh did you feel either any external pressure or internal desire to marry a nice jewish boy like (sighs) He, um, is your dad Jewish too? He is. Yeah. yeah. My my dad is way less Jewish than my mom. Mm. Um, but yeah, they both are Jewish. I've never felt any pressure to marry <laughs> any type of person. Um, mm-hmm. My boyfriend of like almost five years is not Jewish, mm-hmm. but he looks Jewish. He does look Jewish. <laughs> yeah. He looks way more Jewish than I yeah, do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like everyone's like, oh, your boyfriend's Jewish. I'm like, that's the twist. He's not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so no one cares. The only person who cares is my grandma. And like, she doesn't actually care. Like she, well, she does care, but my cousin married a non-Jew and that was like an issue for a while. Wow. 
But I don't think she cares anymore. But also she's like, she survived the Holocaust. Like, damn. It's like she can feel however she wants to feel. You know, like no one's, obviously yeah. my cousin did not marry um, mm-hmm. her husband. But yeah, wow. she's always like, find a nice Jewish guy. Yeah. But she actually loves my boyfriend. Well, especially when you're, I mean, especially that context of uh, escaping the Holocaust where, I mean, it was a real, it was a real existential threat to yeah. Judaism. You know, yeah. they were literally trying to, to prevent, yeah. um, like to put an end to the Jewish line. So I there's know. like a true immediacy to like, keep. Yeah, it's valid. Yeah. It's like, yeah, keep it going. Um. <laughs> let, me, let me ask some light casual questions about the <laughs> okay, holocaust yeah, i know it's I know. like you drop that and it's like whoa no yeah well it's it was interesting to me as an outsider i guess i didn't really know many jewish kids growing up in north carolina um i feel i think one of our family friends was but then she converted to christianity like she married into christianity <laughs> so like that was the closest That's thing we had to like jewish friends <laughs> one person she's like i can't do this <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but it was always um i mean externally we always viewed it as just the most that i mean it still is like almost the classic example of like oh this is an absolute atrocity the worst, like yeah. the worst thing, the worst thing could, of all time yeah um yeah i mean i I assume it was pretty similar getting, I mean, in terms of being raised with that is like, was yeah. there any extra emphasis on like, you know, never forget because this could happen again type of thing or. Mm, no, it's not like, I don't think like that, but it is just like, sometimes I just say it and I'm like, I don't think about it that much. And then sometimes like if I just really think about it, I'm like, it's so insane. And yeah. like, I mean, obviously, but, and I've also, like, sat down with my grandma and, like, just written out, like, just had her recount everything and just, like, wrote it down, because I'm just, like, it's so unbelievable, and, like, that she's just here, like, she's still alive, and that, like, my mom wouldn't be here, like, I wouldn't be here, like, it's all because of her, and that she got out. That is pretty gnarly to think about, Yeah, like, it's just... It's insane. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I think what's insane to me when I think about um, people like your grandmother or, or really anybody that was alive for World War II um, to witness it. I mean, it's a whole other level of experience when you were the person being put in the yeah. concentration camps or I'm not sure your grandmother's exact experience, but go, yeah. just um, like knowing on a very visceral and real level what people are capable of. Because right. to our generation, I feel like it's like, oh, that's what people used to be capable of. But right. that would like the idea of that being able to happen is just so fucking insane. Like not even a realm of possibility. I know. Like it doesn't seem like it's it's like we're not even they're not even humans that could possibly exactly. do that. Like it's like it's so something it's like sometimes I just think about it and I'm like, yeah, it's like it's horrible. It's so bad. And then sometimes I really think about it and I'm just like, that's like, yeah, those were people. Yeah. And they just like carried that out for years yeah like no questions asked like um yeah it's like it's a it's a crazy um it just you know no matter how enlightened we think we are every you know every generation of humans are like oh yeah we're the enlightened ones right they were total beasts that came before us yeah but we're good now (laughs) uh you know um but 
when you, I mean, that's, I think that's the danger of really any ideology, really. Um, even ones that seem good natured, there can be just unintended consequences. Cause when you are, I feel like when you're enslaved to a certain ideology, that's the first step of dehumanization. Cause you're like, I'm, I'm living in a world of abstract ideas of about how things should or shouldn't be right versus like actually interacting with people right and And you're automatically just like on board with those ideals yeah because you're just like well if that's what this means to be this yeah i I feel like i don't know maybe this is a ham-fisted way to talk about comedy but like i feel like there's something (laughs) interesting about like stand up where you are you know versus other art forms you almost see this in like the difference between a YouTube star and like people who do stand up is like a YouTube star doesn't directly interact with humans. So they're yes. like kind of doing this yes. like idea of what people like and they're right. presenting a version that they don't have to, they don't get any immediate feedback with how people are responding. Obviously right. many of them are still successful. Yeah, uh, they're killing it. <laughs> they're actually doing pretty great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um, mean, I mean, <laughs> they're doing pretty great. Yeah. Uh, getting the metrics all all up. Um, <laughs> and yet there is something very strange about like this this version of themselves that they're presenting versus, I don't know. I just feel like when I was, when you're doing stand-up, um, especially when I was doing it more, I was just like, you just feel uh, almost an intimate connection with reality in the sense of like, oh, right. this is... <laughs> this is not working or this is totally working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what people legitimately, honestly yeah. like or not. Well, it like brings you down to earth. Yeah. Like if you're like doing a video, you're like, you could still like be delusional and be like, yeah, this is great. Like, you know, <laughs> like if I just believe in this enough, like it's fine. Like everyone loves it. But it's like with stand up, like you like, you'll know. Yeah. Like no one's holding back. No, not at all. <laughs> um, although I do, I, by the way, I do love, how long have you been doing your, uh, your like various emails to corporate entities? Oh yeah. Um, damn, I don't know. Like, definitely within the past year I started doing them they're one of my favorite things on IG I I like show them to so many people like oh my god this is my friend Chase like they're so I mean they're they're dumb in the best way like I mean that's the highest compliment they're ridiculous it's it's yeah I don't like I just did one like it's like crazy I just I don't know like Like it just came to you yeah 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 and it's like that makes me just think like oh what else could I do that I'm not doing you know totally actually scares me but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah Um, they're really they're i have fun doing well and that was like something too i've when i think about like and i'm I'm sorry if this makes you uncomfortable to shine a spotlight on you and like your comedy i'm just like giving you compliments so i'll take it Uh, i need it (laughs) but like when i think about like your comedy over the years it's so um it's so like it's so refreshing and light compared to a lot of stand-up. I both perform and do myself, <laughs> especially I do, uh, or oh um, or I see other people, which is often you know heavy, like grounded in very like this is my life, this is my yeah. struggle type stuff, and yeah. like I feel like with, with your comedy, it's so like airy and refreshing <laughs> so and dark. like, yeah. but like that's, it's not no, that's nice, like it's it, but it's in a way. Because I, when, <laughs> as a performer, when I'm like thinking about why I would, why I like doing comedy, 
it's I do like talking about my life and it feels cathartic to me. And there's a weird the the version of my ego that sometimes gets out of control. I'm like, this is important comedy. Right. <laughs> like right. this is real. But then like, is it though? Because <laughs> when I listen when like you're the comedy you're the type of comedy that I actually need to feel better about like every yeah. and like feel connected. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's very accessible for everybody to be like, oh, like shared experience type right, stuff. Right. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's great to hear, you know, that's kind of like what I, it's just what I like in comedy. Like, I just like silly, like, yeah. things where you're just like, it's like an escape rather than like a therapy session yeah. for me. You know, I'm, I, I'm not yeah. saying you are like anyway, no, it's just I, no, like, yeah. for me, it's just like, well, this is so ridiculous for me to even be up here. So like, let's just have fun. Like, let's just see totally how fun it could be. Like. I don't know. It's like, but sometimes I I get self conscious where I'm like, God, I'm not like talking about like anything important. Like you know, like people <laughs> go up and I'm like, that's a great idea. Like where I'm just like, yeah, that's like that's part of the new. Like that's happening now, and I'm just like, it's just not what I like to talk about. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I, this is kind of what I was. I've been like thinking about like, um, you know, to to heal. Let's say okay. Let's say comedy. What? Why do we like comedy? It's healing in some way to us. That's why yeah. we like consuming it in some way. Like, it makes our it eases our suffering in some way. That the reason all of us consume comedy, I think, I don't know, makes it yeah. our day, even if it's as like making our day more slightly more enjoyable or totally. Like, um, and so, and to some people, I mean, they some people really do connect to that like Hannah Gatsby style of like going super real, like super right. like. And I think when you think about like to make an analogy to uh, like physical, like healing of like any kind of physical ailment or surgery or like a wound, you know, sometimes, yeah, you do need the like, you need to go into the wound and like, you know, do whatever medical procedure with it. But you know what you also need? You need to fucking let it just sit and not think about it sometimes. Like you need to just let it go and let the wound heal itself. Yeah. And I feel like you're the like, hey, let's like not, <laughs> let's not keep re-injuring ourselves by like going yeah. into this over and yeah, over. Yeah, that, that is kind of how I feel about it. It's like comedy for me is like a fun world where it's like, oh, we don't have to deal with the other stuff right now. Like yeah. we can, like you're allowed to like, just, I don't like, yeah, like keep it light, like keep it fun. Um, but yeah, that's, I'm always, like, I remember like after like, you know, Donald Trump got elected and like mm-hmm. everyone was like had bits about that and like jokes about that and I was just like I was like shoot I was like I feel like this like I have to <laughs> change my ways and like talk about this and then I like after a long time of like really struggling with it I know it sounds stupid but I was like fuck like I you know but it's just I'm like no but that's why that's what I do like I don't yeah. talk about that and that's yeah. like that's I'm not like wanting to talk about it but i don't know how it's like i just it's not what's fun it's like you came to a show to like not think about that and i get why people talk about it and obviously it's valid but it's just like like we're here just so we don't have to deal with that like so i just like that angle more like it's like you don't need to go to a comedy club to be like okay you know all this horrible things that are (laughs) happening like let's talk about it let's get into it Mm -hmm. like 
I was like, I don't want to get into it. Yeah. I mean, I like you're saying, I think the other way is valid too, but I totally, I mean, when we need people like you who are like specialists and not doing that. <laughs> specialists and not talking about it. I mean, I think you could, I, I know you could talk right, about right, Trump. Right. Like it's not, it's not a matter of like could or couldn't, right. but it's just, yeah. Um, it's just not where I thrive. And I wonder, and now this might be <clears throat> again, a stretch, um, but like thinking about it in terms of, well, like, you know, historically, stereotypically, I mean, like Jewish people are very funny, right? They have like that Jewish <laughs> sense of humor, like that, that like self, there's a lot of right. Jewish people that get into comedy. There's a lot of like yeah. that self-deprecating. I mean, the kid at my bar mitzvah, <laughs> I say it, it's now my bar mitzvah, <laughs> by the way. It's not this kid, it's mine. You're like, on oh, my big day? Um. <laughs> my big day where I really became a man by watching him become a man. Uh, <laughs> at that bar mitzvah. <laughs> um he was super funny too and super like wry and cynical i'm like oh, oh this kid cool. wants to be a comedian like he right, can tell he right. wants to. but he's like he was legitimately funny too he wasn't like right. a try hard in a bad way it was just like oh he's got he's chops like, he's got it he's got it <laughs> um but then there's also so that's like again maybe that's more in your wheelhouse of comedy where but there's also um plenty of uh, material again on the Holocaust where it's like really the opposite of that, like vividly, yeah. I mean, everything from like Schindler's list to the Holocaust museum and DC, yeah. like there's, yeah. and both, I think both are important because it's, I think it is important to like in the alchemy process of like taking this pain and figuring out how the, what the fuck do we do with this yeah insane life? I know. Um, I mean, I used to have a joke about, um, like my grandma and the Holocaust. It was like one of the first jokes I've ever written in oh, my yeah. defense. Like I would never write, but I mean, it was a good joke, you but remember, can I, can you well, say I'm not going to say it, but <laughs> oh. it was like my first big joke, you know? And it's yeah, like, yeah. and but now it's like, I can't, I mean, I haven't done it for a while, but it's like, I just, I couldn't even like bring myself to say it, you mm. know? Like it's like, I'm more, way yeah, yeah. more sensitive to it. It's like when you're starting out, you're like, I will literally say anything that will get yeah. a laugh. Like yeah. I will fucking say whatever it takes. Yep. Like you're so like desensitized. But now I'm just I, like, I mean, I haven't done it in so long, but I'm just like, damn, I would never say it. Like I would feel horrible. Oh, I know. So it's like, that's interesting. I mean, I... I would never say my first bits on air uh, either. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Which were just so uh, humiliating in retrospect. Oh, um, just And it was and not... I'm trying to think. I know I said some stuff my first couple years for sure, maybe even after that, that was like offensive in retrospect. I'm like, oh, yeah. like I would never like... That's like such an immature way to like approach that I subject. I know, it's but. crazy, but it's like you just kind of like have, to, I'm just like, yeah, I get why I did it. You yeah. know, like, I mean, just not, okay. <laughs> not good. Like, oh my God. Well, yeah. that, whatever. We were just, I mean, we're all just figuring out. I mean, I when I think about like, I, I still shudder sometimes and I think about people who, um, from my early open mic days which you witnessed a lot of it but somehow we were always like cool uh you never judged me negatively which is another oh thing God. i've always loved about you i just always had like a good memory of like oh yeah like yeah like amsterdam cafe yeah amsterdam yep Dude. i was wait was it a cafe or did I it was no it was amsterdam part? cafe okay. no, i hosted that one for a year yeah I um, those were like some of the best nights really I don't know. I loved it there. Like it was just like comforting and not stressful. Mm -hmm. 
I had I have good memories from there. I tried to keep energy up, but then sometimes I th- I think I did too much material between people, which is like my <laughs> least favorite thing now. I'm like, if there's a I don't remember that. If there's a host that does that, I'm just like, oh my god, I know. Please, I'm not here for you, dude. <laughs> I'm just like I admire people like that because I'm like I don't even have anything to say. It's like I said it all, you know. Like I'm like, damn, people are so going. I know, I know. Like that's great. Um, and I just I think did I share this with you? I feel like. Like you're one of those people where you just know when you like see somebody f- and like it's that first instant feeling and reaction. You're just like, oh fuck! Like you're not even thinking. I'm like, oh, there's right. Chase. Like I was just right, always, right. yeah, yeah. Um, That's so, so good. and I, I was just anyway. I'm just delighted you're here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I was wanted to ask you too about so with um, with being a more I don't don't take this the wrong a, a more lighter Jew. Uh, <laughs> It sounds like you're just not as intense about it as yeah. somebody who's orthodox yeah, 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 or Hasidic. I mean, have you ever felt like condescension from those people or like, are they like, do they in general, like, like sometimes groups are like harder on their own in group than they are right. towards outsiders on that type of thing. Well, like in the past few years, my mom has like decided that like, she like my mom goes on and off of like sometimes she's really Jewish <laughs> and then like sometimes she's not so it's like okay well like I don't know we we always go to temple on like the high holidays like Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur mm-hmm. um although I don't I haven't gone in like a couple years but um my mom like all of a sudden one year she was like because you're not supposed to drive on high holidays right. like get in the car but it's like you have to go to temple. Right. Well, I guess now there's Uber, but whatever. <laughs> but like my mom. Seems like a pretty big <laughs> loophole. Like a good loophole. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we'll make the Gentiles drive. Yeah. Um, but my mom, like, like a few years ago was like, okay, um, be at my house at like 9am and we're going to walk to temple. And I'm like, what? Like you were walking there. And she's like, <laughs> of course you can't get in a car. And it's like, we've always driven. <laughs> so it's like, sometimes she just decides that she's like super Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have walked with her a few times. Um, and like now she goes to this like kind of Orthodox like service, um, where it's like they separate the men and the women. And it's like, I didn't grow up like that, but the past few times, like I've went with her, we've went to one like that. And it's like, yeah, it's an it's another level. I mean, know? is it something you're like turned off by or you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like this level of like tradition. This is something they were doing thousands of years ago. Yeah. Like, no, I th- I think it's cool. It's like because my mom, I mean, mostly this is um, like one of the most Jewish things you could do. Like she stopped <laughs> going to her temple because she's like didn't want to pay anymore. <laughs> like she's like, it's way too expensive. Like uh-huh. it's crazy. We go like twice a year or whatever and i guess this one's free mm-hmm. um <laughs> which like i'm now understanding all of it like why she uh-huh. wants to go there no but um <laughs> it is just like better like it feels more like real yeah. like it's like oh you want to be here like no one's getting anything like monetary wise out of this you know like you're just here and it's like all day and you can come when you want and like pray or be part of the service and yeah like I it's like a better feeling than like a temple where it's like so organized and so like everyone's like oh what are you wearing like right. shit like you can't wear that you know like uh-huh. um 
I don't know. So I, I kind of like it better. Like it's just more it, in a way it's more relaxed, even though it's more actually intense. Probably. Right. It, what's yeah. Like you're saying, like it's almost like the, like you're like the school uniform thing where it's like, yeah, yeah. this is what you have to wear. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you, um, have you ever, do you fuck with the Kabbalah? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. You asked that. Um, so maybe like, a year ago, me and um, I don't know if you know Lizzie Cooperman. Uh, only from afar. Okay, yeah, she like I feel like she went a few times, and she was like, "We should go." There was like this service in Beverly, or they have this center in maybe I think it's in Beverly Hills mm-hmm. or like what wherever it is. And Monday nights, it's like they have one free service, and we went. And it was sort of life changing. Like I haven't really done anything like that. And it what was, was it like? It was like just I guess they do lessons depending on like the week it is like this mm-hmm. week and the Jewish calendar. It's this week, you know. Um, and so they would like explain, you know, the lessons of that week and like the word of that week and just like. <sighs> I don't know. They would just do like little exercises that like you could write stuff down. Like everyone had a notebook. Um, and yeah, there was like a light meditation at the end. Uh-huh. And it was just really fun. Like I, I didn't know what to expect from it. She was just like, do you want to come to this with me? And I yeah. was like, sure. Like, you know, yeah. Um, and it ended up being really fun. And I, I've, it's so hard because I feel like every Monday I like because ha- we were like, oh, let's go every week because we loved it so much. Wow. And then but then it's like, you know, have stuff, you know, whatever. It's like you can't always go. But I and then I went one more time by myself uh-huh. and it was like really I don't know. It was cool. I was just like because it's kind of an older demographic, too. And it was just uh-huh. I don't know. It's like you get stuff. It's like you can't look at your phone. You know, it's like yeah, you're yeah. really forced to be present and just like mm. think about what they're telling you so yeah it was, and i liked it a lot what i mean do you remember like leaving with a specific lesson or just a feeling of like yeah just- it, it was a good the first time was just like a good feeling i don't fully remember the lessons the second one was like they did a thing on like how you want to do stuff but it's like you don't do it Mm -hmm. which is obviously so general general but it's like even if you're like i want to wake up early every day like i want to wake up at 7 a.m and like but like for some reason and i've been in that situation where it's like i never once done it like my alarm goes off and i'm like that's insane why (laughs) the hell would i wake up right now but it's just like uh, taking that next step to like getting out of those habits i mean like you can do it and I don't know, just little things like that where it's like you think about all these things you want to do, but you just like don't ever do them. Yeah. And like that scares me. It makes me sad because I feel like I I'm just constantly that's like, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. I'm, it's like every day. I'm just like, well, I'll maybe try again tomorrow. Oh, like, I mean, yeah. You know? The story of my life is like um, getting really ambitious with like hitting a hitting some kind of like rock bottom and it might not be a huge rock bottom right. just like uh like frustration out of like being too lazy for like too many days in a yeah. row and then i'm yeah. like all right i'm gonna like 
tomorrow I'm hitting it and I'll like get this really intricate to-do list and like yeah. I'll be on top of my shit for like two or three days and then yeah. all of a sudden it all like I miss one thing and then I'm like ah well. yeah it all unravels, it all unravels. it's like yeah. how do you maintain like it just it's so like it could all fall apart so easily well it's like this is what um I mean this has its good and bad but like I I originally I think religion was like and still maybe at its best is like trying to help us solve these kind of practical life problems and like yeah. trying to uh, give like a comprehensive like here are like the principles on how to go through life and like when you're feeling stressed about that remember God loves you or whatever or like you know I mean yeah. that, I just gave the most generic ass <laughs> religious lesson possible. No I felt it though I was like oh true <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the easiest person to convert. Oh I'm true. I'm like oh that sounds good um, but also I think what um, how, many, how many people were at this Kabbalah thing? Wait and by the way can you like how much are you allowed to say? Is it like super secretive? Like oh, I don't, I don't think so. The sign of blood oath um, to get in. No, like we just literally went. Like we drove <laughs> over there. Like I was like, uh, I was like, oh, one for like, like yeah. it, it, it one. I yeah. don't know. Like I think they maybe they took our emails. Like I, I get emails from them, but like mm -hmm. yeah, we just strolled in there. How um, many people were there? There was probably like. I'm actually really bad at knowing how many people are in the room. I was just talking about this with my boyfriend. I'm like, 500? Um, no, there was probably like 50 or uh -huh. okay. 60 yeah. maybe. It's a I solid, don't know. solid crew. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I don't know. I feel very... Um, I've started to... I mean, really what... Um, you know, a lot of my, my last year as I was doing my, uh, you know, parts unknown uh, in yeah. the, <laughs> with the yeah. religious uh, tour... I mean, the, the original goal was for me to find like, um, you know, a, a faith community that I that I liked, and, uh, and this was before I knew I was going to be a Unitarian Universalist minister. Um, but, uh, and what I I in general, I think what I had come to realize after like years of trying to do it just on my own solo practice, like my own individual exploring and shit, which I still love doing. Like I yeah. love not having to follow what anybody tells me to do like i don't like having to just stick to the bible or just stick to or like say like oh screw it. we're not even going to look at the bible because we're like above the bible right, or things like right. that but i like at the same time i've found it very um very difficult to um stay i don't know rejuvenated and connected and like grounded without a community like without a it's just like there's something just something dumb <laughs> about like the being in the same physical space as people yeah. like um well it, yeah like I, it like forces you to be like oh this is what we're doing like it's not up to me like yeah you know it's like when you're by yourself it's like you could stop doing anything at any time like but when we, in the group setting like a Kabbalah it was like well it's not I'm not in charge. Like, it's like, yeah. this is what we're learning. This is what we're doing. Totally. And even like, even if you find like, I mean, in my own spiritual uh, journey and stuff, I would find communities of people online talking about the same, you know, talking about Zen or whatever it was I was, I was into at the time. And like, you get something out of that, but it still is not the same. I mean, if it was the same, then we, all of our relationships would just be like through what Skype and shit. Like we would yeah. never have to like, yeah, you know, make out with anybody. 
<laughs> on a much minor level, though, we're not making out with everybody at church. Uh, well, maybe some people are, but I'm like, what have you been doing, Joe? Uh, <laughs> I am ready to be a minister. Uh, no, but uh, you know, there's something. There's just something we. I think we still don't really fully get about energy exchange on like when we share space, like even yeah. like you and I sharing this space together versus if we were talking on the phone, even like right, talking on totally, a webcam, you know, totally. just yeah. something different about it. Um, but so it's cause you're usually busy on Monday nights is why you don't usually go. Right. Yeah. It's like something always comes up and it's also just like, it's, it's sometimes if I have a free night, I'm not like, Oh, I want to drive over to, like it's like a commitment, it like is, an emotional yeah. commitment, and, and it's a just like time commitment. And yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I haven't even like entertained the idea <laughs> of going in a while. I realized, but uh-huh. like, yeah, I feel like I should try to go when I can, mm-hmm. just because why not? Like it's like you think you're good, and then it just like opens up like maybe something in your brain where you're just like, oh, like I didn't think about that. Yeah, you know. So that's where you would go to quote unquote church if you had to go to like a regular be a part of like a regular well, thing I guess I mean I don't yeah I don't like go to temple every week like I right. just go on holidays but that's what I'm saying like if you had to have like a regular community that's probably oh. where you would go <laughs> or not even well yeah you I, don't know. Not I, don't, I don't know if I want to say that because oh. I'm like if I was going something regularly I would I should go to temple okay you know why do you think you should go to temple instead of the Kabbalah. I don't know. This is just, it's like, I am Jewish. Like I was born Jewish. It's mm-hmm. like, I feel like, I mean, I, I know mostly people go to the Kabbalah thing, but I feel like anyone could go, you know, like, oh, it's, it's not like, like about like a, being Jewish per se. I mean, it, it is like they teach like Hebrew words and Yiddish and, mm-hmm. you know, okay. but I mean, I feel like anyone can choose Kabbalah. Like it's uh-huh. like, I'm, Jewish, so I should choose temple. Like if I was gonna go to somewhere every week, but that's not something you're really seeking to do. Not at this moment, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Why is that? I'm just curious. I'm not trying to like get you to go to church. Yeah, by the no, way. no, I'm no. Just curious. Um, I mean, I didn't. I've never done that. It's not like I grew up going to temple every week, and now I don't. Like I never did that, and now it's like you know I have a profession that takes place at night true so it's like you know probably doing that yeah yeah um which i feel like god understands um oh yeah, yeah. but <laughs> he understands that i have to go to tribal um is tribal still doing open mics i don't know i, I haven't have, been there I for a mic in forever i know and i was trying to think of the last time that i went there and like it's crazy like did i s- somehow know it was the last time I was going to be there. Dang. <laughs> I, I went really there. Deep. I went there to meet a friend for lunch one oh, time. Oh, wow. Not, not a non-comedy. I mean, I was like, oh, you know, they do. Touchdown. Well, they were vegetarian. I'm like, they do have some good veggie options. Oh, my God. That's so <laughs> Just funny. Just a tribal touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's not something I'm trying to do. But I, I understand, like, I feel like I like the idea and the comfort of, like, having a regular um meeting every week or like you're like oh on fridays i do this right you know and it kind of just becoming part of your routine and maybe at some point i will do that but at the moment yeah sure i i one thing i guess i didn't um 
I don't know, I didn't factor in initially, but was because I also didn't get this when I was flitting around from thing to thing. Like I was only staying at one church service or whatever worship experience. Right. Uh, one new age tribal <laughs> drumming group a week. <laughs> um, so I wasn't like digging in any kind of roots. So it's, but I, I, as I've, um, this past year I've been or really only even the past six months or so I've been starting to go to two different Unitarian churches in Pasadena. And so getting those regular relationships and seeing the same faces and like, building those over time I'm like oh right this is like a whole aspect that I like totally forgot was possible like it was a really an enriching aspect of the whole religious thing but it's so important to find because you can you I mean you could do that with almost any community but it's so much nicer and so much easier when you find a community that like philosophically lines up with you yeah because then you're like you don't have to well this is I mean this is what I think people love this is definitively what people love about comedy. All right. Only this. I'm ready. What is it? I'm just kidding. uh, (laughs) One thing I love about comedy and one thing I I do love about the, uh, you know, the surgical, like overly confessional style or, um, is the same thing I love about a good community of any kind is when I feel like I don't have to wear a mask and I can just not just talk without having to filter myself. Right. Like I wouldn't have to like hide thing. I mean, it's very rare. We hide literally nothing from somebody. <laughs> uh, like I'm constantly an open bug. No I mean, matter who I talk to. I mean, I've got some secrets chase that <laughs> I'm just not ready to let you know about, but, uh, no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's so, I feel, wherever that's really the most important part of any kind of community. And if you feel like you're getting that, and I know a lot of comedians get that from their fellow comedians. Yeah. And I still like, it still is a struggle for me sometimes integrating into talking with non comedians after I'm used to like saying pretty much whatever the fuck I, right. I can't, I can't shock a comedian with anything about yeah. my life. Yeah. They're just like, Oh yeah, cool. Like <laughs> I get it. I know it really does just, glide off people i mean do you get that feeling especially at a place like the store where i feel like that's where it's such an artist colony and like i feel like if the comedy store is about anything it's about letting people be themselves do you feel like that's accurate i I, yeah i do yeah yeah i feel like um yeah that's true i feel like myself there a lot (laughs) like you can just really i don't know um oh that's that's great. That was I literally just said nothing. You said everything. I said like seven words and they meant nothing. Uh, um, but I forgot the origin of like what the topic was. That's okay. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you too because this was an important part of my bar mitzvah. <laughs> Again, my bar, bit, oh, yeah. bar mitzvah. Um, so this kid, and it's I I swear this is like out of everything I witnessed last year, this is one of the top five things that like affected how I think about religion and like my own, what I find to be important. So the kid was like, you know, he, he's getting his five, like his freelance five minutes where he can say whatever he wants. Like, yeah, you, you got a, a speech. speech. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's called yeah. a speech. I, was like, I think it's yeah, pretty <laughs> planned out. I don't think he's just like, I'd like to take this time. No. <laughs> Didn't uh, drop it on anybody. But, uh, <laughs> and so, and 
you know, like he's like, I want to thank all my family for coming out from all across the country, blah, blah, blah. Like it it's means like, a lot Joe, you're here. Thanks for being here. <laughs> yeah, thank you for being here. Um, could have been anywhere on a, on a Monday night or Saturday morning. Uh, but, and he was like, I, it's, it means a lot that you're here, but uh, this is really, it's, it's a personally important day, but it's not really a religiously important day because I don't believe in God. And like, Whoa. but like, everybody just kind of like laughed and like chuckled like there, you know, and I felt my, in my Protestant blood, like a, Oh my God, like yeah. that's the one thing you don't say in right, church. Right. But it was like, just roll, like it just rolled off everybody's backs. Like, Oh, that's, I mean, was he joking? Like, was no, he trying he to was get a seri- laugh or he was serious? He was serious. Um, yeah. about, he's like, yeah, I just don't, I don't believe in God. Like the whole service had kind of been about how he's a vegetarian and like he's, <laughs> Uh, and how he's like come to this really like, um, uh, what you call it very, um, I guess it's a secular humanist kind of point of view of like, okay, there's no God, but I think we should, like, I'm really, the treatment of ethical animals is really important to him. And like his dad was talking about how, like, even when he was like five or six years old, he said something at the table that was like, like when he learned that, like he was eating a dead animal. He just got like so upset and Whoa. like vowed to be a vegetarian at like the age of eight or something. Like, okay. so it's an interesting Those mix. Those are the type of vegetarians I respect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no other kind. No other, no other kind. Uh, <laughs> everybody can get fucked. <laughs> if you didn't start when you were eight. Yeah. Then like, don't even talk to me about you're just it. Just putting it on. Uh, <laughs> but, um, so it, but anyway, so he, he gives his little speech about not believing in God and he goes, continues on and it's a really nice thing. Um, like, anyways, anyway, back to, <laughs> back, <laughs> back to reading in Hebrew. Yeah. Um, but, and then, uh, there's a rabbi at the shul that he went to who was like presenting him a gift later in the service. And he's like, okay, well, um, and here's this thing, and uh, even though I don't know you well and, and all that, it's like, I did want to clarify one thing, though. You said it wasn't a religiously important day for you because you didn't believe in God. He's like, uh, sorry, but you picked the wrong religion because we're Jews. We don't really care, like, what you believe. Like, it's not right. really about that. Right. Um, and I just cool. thought that was really interesting about, because it, and how, and yet he, <laughs> and yet at the same time, so it's not what you believe. And yet here we are doing these really old rituals, reading, going through the trouble of like learning a passage yeah. in Hebrew, yeah. doing the thing where they had their unveiling this giant scroll yeah. of it and, uh, and all that. And it was still obviously hugely, you could just feel how important it was to him and his family. Yeah. Um, and it just as it's always affected how I see like, cause growing up Christian, most Christianity is very centered on like, you have to believe the right thing. Like you can't, you, you're only considered a Christian if you believe that Jesus either, you know, di- was resurrected or is the son of God that like you had to, or you believe in the miracles happen. Like you had to really, it's really contingent on what you believe happened right. thousands of years ago or what you believe about God versus like, it, it's not enough to just be inspired by Jesus and take the teachings <laughs> and like yeah. wrestle with, the concept of God. Like you can't right. be a Christian if you're questioning it. It, se- it seems like, yeah. Not so that was th- it like people don't care about your personal feelings about it. Like, it's like, this is how you should feel. Right. It, it asks you to, and I, I want to say too, that, um, I mean, since I've grown up my, and had more conversations as I've been older with my, my dad, 
he's like, oh yeah, like you know, having doubts and questioning is totally cool, and like they're they're not as in in reality, maybe the the pastors are not as hard. Some pastors are in like liberal Christianity are not as hardcore about that stuff, but it still yeah. feels that way growing up, where you're like right. you're saying a creed like. In a lot of Christian churches, you have to say a creed that they've said for thousands of years. It's like, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and is Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord. I could do the whole thing, but I won't. Uh, <laughs> but it's a, it's a mind fuck when you start, start finding yourself not believing in parts right. of that, where you're like, well, I believe Jesus was great, and I don't know if he, I'm pretty sure he lived and died and was awesome yeah. d- during his life, but I don't know that he resurrected, and right. I don't know. So are, is that something, like, you keep to yourself, or, like... Well, yeah, I mean, w- like you, it's like, something I started keeping to myself, and then I started feeling like, well, I just don't fit in here. I mean, right. some people just keep that to themselves, and, you know, I guess that they don't, it's not as a big of a deal for them to just kind of stay in that community, or, but, like... I just really wish that's something that Christianity could take from Judaism. Now I know Orthodox Judaism is probably different and like Hasidic Jews probably would be like, yeah, you do need to believe in God. <laughs> like, right. uh, but it would be really nice if you could be like, yeah, you can be here and not have to believe in this stuff. Yeah. And you're, yeah. An, you're an equally valid member of this community. Yeah. Judaism is a little bit like chill in that way. Yeah. It's like, we're just glad you're here. Like, Let's have some food talk and talk. <laughs> like there wasn't, uh, did you ever have any, cause I can look back at moments growing up where it was like, you could feel the pressure from adults of like you needing to believe the right things. And like, yeah. this is how it is. This is how it was and how it happened. Yeah. I mean, did you have those experiences or, or like, were there any big conversations? Where you're like, I don't think, do you believe in God? Did you have like a moment where you're like, I do or don't believe in God, you know? Um, I definitely never felt any pressure for anything. Like I just kind of went to Hebrew school and like, we just learned about like stories and like history and it was more just like interesting, but it wasn't like you have to believe this or else like there's the door. (laughs) Um, I mean, I personally do believe in God, but no one ever was like forced that upon me. Yeah. Like I just, I never thought about it. Like I just do. Yeah. Cause I think that's what create, I think that lack of like pressure on it almost makes you more likely to believe in God. Yeah. Maybe in some ways. Cause I, I feel it's almost like when everybody's like, when you're <laughs> so much intense pressure, it becomes like a thing and it you becomes a fight. it. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Yeah, I mean, it becomes yeah. a th- another thing to rebel against. Yeah. I could totally see that. You know, where yeah. if you're like watching, like nothing glorifies MTV as a kid than if you ban MTV like I had banned. Right. Wow. You know. No real world? No real world. Not until wow. I was in middle school. <laughs> no real world Hawaii? <laughs> How did you live? I didn't know about, yeah. I didn't even know about the New Orleans cast until <laughs> years afterwards. Oh my God. It's <laughs> horrible. Although I did figure out the password. They, they had put a pat like it was one of those old, like it, it was new for the time where you could put like four digit passwords on right. individual channels. Yeah. And my parents just put zero 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 oh my on it God. so it wasn't me and my sister figured that out it, you know trl was back on the menu uh <laughs> but oh my god um but it, I, that did really make it seem like that built it up into this whole and maybe mtv was also just bigger back then but like it was <laughs> it just felt like so like the pin just like the ultimate cool thing was yeah. like mtv yeah. yeah and so in the same way it's like 
believing in God, like not believing in God, you'd be so edgy if you didn't believe right, in God. Right, exactly. Whereas yeah. like when you take the pressure off of that, we're like, yeah, I guess don't I believe in God, kid. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. And like, then you're like, wait, no, I want it. Like, I, I <laughs> damn, do. Damn, like, I guess I better just believe in God. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you going to, well, A, if you have kids, are you going to raise them Jewish? Is that important? Because um, they will be Jewish. But I know. If I had kids, I would definitely, like, go to temple mm-hmm. and do, you know, the things that I did growing up. Like, just, you know, Hanukkah. Right. Rosh Hashanah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, my boyfriend's not Jewish, you know. It'd, pr- it'd probably be a real light <laughs> Judaism. <laughs> yeah. But I think, yeah, when you grow up, like, and you are Jewish because your mom's Jewish, like, you just... I Like, I always wanted to go, like, to Hebrew school. Like, I liked Hebrew school. Like, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked mm-hmm. the people I went there with. So it wasn't, like, a burden to me. But right. I know, like my sister hated it like you know it's like i think it's just i don't know but it's a do you feel it's a part of your identity yeah i don't think about it often but like if you're asking me this now it's like yeah like i grew up jewish like i had most of my friends were jewish in high school um it was weird the what i don't know if this is offensive but um i've been to church one time what yeah church church how on dare Christmas. you how dare you <laughs> and <laughs> i don't know i had like a really like visceral reaction of like i shouldn't be here really and like i don't want to be here whoa so that was really weird i, I and i'm really not trying to like be offensive or like no, but no. um yeah it was just really like oh this is like not for me like wow. you know like everything i've like I don't know just yeah all the times I went to temple and just like my whole family being Jewish it's just like yeah this is just not where I belong at all like I really had a bizarre experience was it I mean was it like a super it didn't have to do with how conservative or anything the church was or just just like being in church and like I'm just like worshiping Jesus as like Messiah and like Yeah, yeah I was just like oh my gosh like this is not Wow. This is not me. Well, it's funny, too, because I bet, I mean, Jesus was a Jewish right. guy who saw himself as a good Jew. Yeah. Uh, and he was basically preaching a reformed version of Judaism, like, in his yeah. t- like in his time. And Paul, the Apostle Paul, I don't know how much you know about, like, church history stuff, but, like, the people that came, you know, he was obviously Jewish, and all his disciples were Jewish, and the immediate people after them were all Jews, that, like, the early church, the early Christian church, it's all Jewish. Right. Like it wasn't until they started going into Rome and like other uh-huh. parts of the um, Middle East where you got more and more non-Jews um, converted, but, and they were like, oh yeah, it's cool for Gentiles to be in this too. But um, so I, I, I think Jesus would be so confused by so much of Christian church. He'd be like, what? This isn't, I didn't ask you to like make a church to me. <laughs> oh <laughs> you my know? God. Yeah. Like in Jesus's mind, all one of the, I mean, I'm not going to summarize all of Jesus into a sentence, but uh, I mean, one of his main teachings was just that, like, let's not go crazy about how strict we keep the law because the law is really meant to serve us. It's not about like how good of people we are by like adhering to these strict codes because sometimes life happens and it would be 
like one of the things he said, he, like he's teaching one day on a Sabbath and they're like, how dare you teach on the Sabbath? And he's like, motherfucker, if your <laughs> ox fell in a well, would you not save it? Right, and right. When, back when an ox was like your life, like it's like, it's like your car, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you get your car out of the ditch yeah, on a yeah. Saturday. Right. Like, you would do that. Of course you would. Like, would right. you save your son on a, on a Saturday? Right. Yeah, you would. Right. Like be a human about it. Right. Don't be a robot. Exactly. Is that what he's teaching? Basically. <laughs> or just basically like, yeah. And also that, um, oh, and by the way, you don't need a priest or a rabbi to like talk to God. You can just talk to God yourself right. and you can have that direct connection. And that's totally cool. So, yeah, I think Jesus would be very confused by a lot of <laughs> a lot of church. People really ran with some other ideas. Yeah, and he's like, no, nah, I wanted everybody to be Jews. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know. I mean, it's up to, it's up to the debate whether the historical Jesus even thought his message would get like extend beyond Judaism too, right. which is a whole right. whole, whole other Damn. ball Damn. of wax. Would yeah. um, uh, I think we're we're close to on time? I think. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Whoa. Um, Whoa. What do you, are you, I know you were working on talk show, the game show and then mm-hmm. outside Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Are you still working on that? Or is that done? You're in- um, well, talk show, the game show was canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was working on a pi- that, that pilot outside Hollywood and we'll see if it gets oh, we'll picked see. up. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. and sorry if, if we need to like, cut out this stuff that oh, shouldn't no, no. be talked I mean, yeah, we made it. Hopefully it gets picked up, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, I'm not, I don't have a job at the moment. But then that you're just doing sick IG stories. Pretty and much. It takes up a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. Um, getting up at the store and all that. Yeah. Just doing a lot of stand up, mm-hmm. um, going out of town more, you know, just, I feel like every, it's just like, just, you're just waiting like to see what happens. Like it's not up to me. Oh, you're in that period of waiting. I'm just like, waiting. well, hopefully this thing happens or that thing happens. And mm-hmm. I'm trying not to like wait, get better and not wait around. Right. Cause it's like, well, this is also a day to do something, you know, like I'm always mm-hmm. like, well, in a few months, that's when I'll really start uh, living. Right. Yeah. You know? And it's like, you gotta just, keep going yeah totally <laughs> so i'm trying to just like yeah live in the present awesome well thanks do for- more podcasts about religion oh um, yeah so this is a great start <laughs> that's exactly what you're trying to do what if you just became the jewish comedian like you just leaned super hard into yeah, your judaism after this day it just like change forever <laughs> people do not like it you're like uh i really regret all those light-hearted sets i did let me talk about something real for once <laughs> Oh back God. to the all right now back to the holocaust uh, <laughs> like world war ii um <laughs> there's so much to explore um <laughs> uh, well thanks for coming do you have anything to, to plug or anything that you want to well do? you know what i was i forgot that i just realized my grandmother has red hair really yes so there you Maybe go i am jewish yeah <laughs> i didn't even know i'll leave you with that <laughs> wow and you're 23 and me already shit yeah. that would blow my mind if 23 and me revealed that i was jewish 100 that would blow <laughs> my mind uh i so want that to happen now it's not gonna happen but i so want that to happen um do you have anything, anything to plug besides 23 and me i mean you know follow you on instagram <laughs> yeah mostly instagram mm-hmm. that's all i have she has the best stories <laughs> there it's totally worth yeah. it for that alone um thanks for coming over thanks for having me it's so great to see you yeah you too
And that's the show. Thank you so much to Chase for coming out. Thank you for listening. Come to the live Choose Your Own Religion, Friday, January 25th, Pasadena, Neighborhood Unitarian Universalist Church. Tell your own story, too. I hope to see you there. That's all. I love you. Jamaste. I'm Max Lasser, the host of The Calories, a three-episode podcast miniseries about making weight loss easier. After I lost 100 pounds by calorie counting in 2015, I started to realize why the way I was doing it before, just eating healthy and exercising, wasn't working for me. The podcast features experts from Mount Sinai Hospital, Mayo Clinic, and more, and you can check it out October 1st from Campfire Media on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are found. Campfire.